1: Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee, survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hello. Also here is Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, the Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So I thought we'd talk about fences again today, being as that mine blew over in the last winter and I'm getting it repaired. But... We're going beyond those type of fences, at least for some of them. We'll get back to personal property later. Uh, Country borders—what could go wrong with that, right? I mean, Um,
2: you're just diving right in there.
1: We're starting strong. Just make a run for the border.
2: There's like some weird. Unless there's a fence. Like I think I think borders can be really cool, and of course, they can lead to a lot of problems. And I think one of the most interesting of those problems happens between the United States and Canada, where there's, like, this little piece of land that is entirely surrounded by Canada. There's no way to get it, but it's part of the United States. It's like, has to do with being, like, there's, like, a lake or a body of water that creates it. But there's no way for those people to get to the United States except for going through Canada. Because it's, like, just entirely surrounded by Canada.
1: Except for their boat. Their aqua
0: travel.
2: Yeah. I can't remember if it's, like, on a lake or what, but anyhow, it's very
0: weird. Point Roberts up in Washington. Is that the one you're thinking of?
2: No, this is, like, Midwest. Oh. Like, I feel like this is, like, by, like, Minnesota.
1: Well, we have to keep the barge industry afloat somehow.
2: Yeah, and I think that that's partly it. Like, there's no roads. Like, the only roads out of this place that's technically in the United States they all go through Canada. So if you want to leave this place by road, you have to drive through Canada to get back to the United States.
0: If you have to have a country that you have to drive through to get to your own country, it seems like Canada is the right country to have that happen. I was
2: going to say, like, that could be a lot worse other places.
1: Agreed. So beyond that, borders are a-okay as long as you don't get uh, surrounded by another country accidentally?
2: I mean, absolutely not just i think we just have to look at like the millennia of wars in europe for instance
0: yeah europe (laughs) middle. i think everywhere 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 there's borders and territory oh god poor africa there's a lot of that colonialism stuff that's filtered through into map problems in terms of oh gosh hey uh Hey Pope, how about everything on this side is Spain and everything on that side is Portugal, and Portugal's like sweet deal, and then Spain's like suckers, and then all sorts of horrible things happen to the native people in the Americas. So yeah, that is a thing that happens.
2: It's just it's real bad, and the fact that so many lines are have been drawn arbitrarily by like, uninvolved parties, so, like, colonialism happens, people go in, they're like, oh, hey, we're claiming this area of land. This is now part of England. We own this land. And the people that live there are like, wait a minute, but, like, we live here? And England's like, no, no, no. You don't. But then, you know, England draws these lines and are like, this part of the land is ours, but they haven't necessarily, like, they didn't pay attention to The cultural lines and you know the the lines of the people that already lived there and so then you know you've drawn these arbitrary country lines through lands that divide you know that shouldn't be divided a certain way and then hundreds of years later people are still fighting over redrawing those lines to properly show you know where where the peoples who owned the country that was stolen from them, lived. It's such a mess.
0: Every time you see a straight line on a map, that means somebody fucked up. Yeah. But those somebody made a decision so that 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 crisp line equals all sorts of strife.
1: And so much ease for cartography.
0: I mean, with the possible exception of lines of longitude and latitude that are a scorekeeping Method, not scorekeeping.
1: I like scorekeeping.
0: It's it's kind of scorekeeping. They start in England. Yeah. Oh, how, where's that place? Oh, it's really far away from England, the place that matters, which is that whole Oriental Occidental bullshit madness. It. I was really mad about something, and there's so much to be mad at. <laughs> I can't narrow down what it was.
1: All right, let's go to personal property when you want to put up fences.
2: Okay. Okay. So sometimes you have neighbors that don't care about your fences and sometimes those neighbors have dogs that care even less about your fences and they start digging under your fences so that they can get to your side of the fence so that they can defecate. It's always
1: better to poop on the other side of the fence.
2: And it's so frustrating. I don't have a dog and yet somehow I have animal poo that I have to deal with. It's just... Uh. anyhow. Fences fail is what I'm saying. You put them up to keep people away from you. And yet...
0: Better a neighbor's dog than a neighbor?
2: I guess it's true. Like, at least I don't have, like, a Wilson situation going on. Where there's just, like, somebody peering at me over the fence wanting to talk about my problems.
0: (laughs) Oh, peering is never good. No. It's, it's, (laughs) it's just a nice word for lurking.
2: Which is, you know...
1: I mean, he was always there. Are we sure he's not just, like, a figment of someone's imagination?
2: I mean, he probably was, because that's how most, like, fan theories go, right? Like, somebody's dead the whole time, or... Like, somebody has a mental breakdown, and this is, like, the figment into the real world.
1: Or he's just a person-sized, like, lawn gnome.
0: So, he's... Snuffleupagus?
2: Wait, what?
0: Like... If, if uh, if he's a figment, did I hear that right? Yeah, like, yeah. Then he's like Snuffleupagus. Yeah.
2: Well, Snuffleupagus ended up being real though.
0: Okay, do so, <laughs> we, we just spoiler Sesame Street?
2: Oh, whoops! Is Sesame alert. Street
0: over? I don't think. No, it is. that's right. It went private. It's on HBO garbage. Now, yeah. Fuck that noise. <laughs> oh, it's okay because I put explicit content. <laughs> How do you really feel about it? <laughs> I feel a couple bottles of gin about it. Jeff, thanks.
1: I see. A few bottles forgot,
0: of gin. I forgot about that. That's a bummer. Speaking of fences, how about the tragedy of the comments. And companies saying, oh no, we can't let the public good dictate what's going to happen to that thing. We better take care of it and make sure we make lots of money off of it.
2: Yeah. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That upsets me. Social circles.
1: Social circles that you have to put fences in.
2: Oh. This gets very complicated. So it's it's become less complicated for me in the last few years because I've just decided that I'm I'm not gonna try to keep my friends necessarily away from each other. But for a really long time I had like my my Christian friends and then My non Christian friends, and then like my nerd friends, and then my sports friends, and never should any of them meet. So I, you know, kept like things very isolated online and everything because I was very worried about people not getting along. But now I'm just like, y'all build your own fences. I'm not gonna try to keep you apart from each other. It started feeling a lot like, you know, like uh, in Rugrats the babies were all in like that baby playpen it was like a living room full of baby playpens that I was keeping all my friends in and there's a Tommy Pickles from each group that wanted to get out of the playpen and go into the other kid's playpen anyhow what I'm saying is it can be very complicated unless you don't care
1: so you keep all your friends penned up and you're finally letting them free range together
2: yeah I mean like if they want to know each other that's cool
0: That's interesting. I think my approach is more of like a paddock than a fence where I am in the paddock and I am the bait and I open the fence and the, or the gate in the fence and then people can come in and graze on you z- <laughs> if I'm lucky zing, <laughs> and hang out with me if they want to and then the people that are hanging out with me, if there are other people who don't want to hang out with those people, then they can see that I'm with those people, and they don't need to come over. And then the people who are with me will like gradually wander off. And oh, man, what's the fence equivalent of just stopping talking to somebody?
1: A uh, real tall fence? Barbed wire fence? Ooh, no, yeah, mind way. fence.
2: Like and, electric uh, fence? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like it's not actively protagonisting at people a brick fence this...
1: completely blocked off
0: um well you, you put them I in mean... a fence that you have circled around so maybe them. just
2: like maybe just like a cattle grate so like
0: oh that's a really good one that's yeah it's like a cattle grate right like there's i don't know there's been times that i've burned and like found out shit and i just man i the next conversation i have with that person will be lots of work for both of us and we both know that we should hold off on that until we're really ready to really have a long discussion where we both have feelings a lot of the times it might not be worth it yeah just stay on that side of the cattle grate i'll stay on this side of the cattle grate and we'll never see each other again it's a good transition into our relationship
1: fences You know, when you moved outside of just your casual friendship to a full-on friend. It sounds like cattle guard is a method.
2: Yeah, Um, so...
1: Maybe to ostracize someone.
2: This is going to be, like... I think that fences don't necessarily have to... Like, you use the word antagonistic. Like, I don't think fences have to necessarily be a negative thing. Like, sometimes fences are put in place... Just to make sure that everybody is comfortable and has enough space and that nobody is feeling like their grass is being locked on.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: And like I see that as being especially necessary with like good relationships because when you don't have those fences, like those boundaries in place, like what happens is that like you end up in like toxic relationships or you end up in like unbalanced relationships where one person thinks that it's a lot closer than the other person or something so i'm a big fan of fences and boundaries in relationships
0: oh a way that i would like to approach it is like having that peace village that i think it's called a peace village between north korea and south korea not that it gets used very often and not that my friends are a korea that i am not but that there, there's this hypothetical place in between the two countries. They got their demilitarized zone, but I would like to not have a demilitarized zone with my friends because I would like to not have a ceasefire that's last 50 years. So, but the peace... <laughs> Focus, Jeremiah. The peace village, where it's neutral territory, you can go and have conversations and not be on each other's space, not walk on the grass, like Chrissy said, so that you can check in and be like, "Hey, is this a good time for you? Should like uh we pursue going on somebody's grass for friendships? Like is there is there time in your nation? Is there space in your nation to visit your capital or is this more of a, you know, a a border waving. Oh look, we're doing some war games in the ocean." instead of a state dinner with regalia.
1: This is a very complex metaphor. Metaphors. I'm, I'm, I'm worried for some of your friendships, Jeremiah.
0: (laughs) Listen, my, 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 uh, Friendship United Nations, as the Security Council is doing great right now, everybody's signing on to all the resolutions. Uh, we haven't had any vetoes in a long time—at least several weeks—so I'm pretty happy about things.
1: I'm—I'm I'm glad your community relationship-building strategy is going well. Thank you. Well, I think that's all the time we have for tonight. Christy and Jeremiah, please give our audience your fond farewells.
2: Um, goodbye, and remember, good fences make good neighbors. So build those fences tall, and out of like. and electrify them.
0: And if you don't electrify them, remember that the the graph of good fences make good neighbors is not a linear graph. Zero fence doesn't equal zero neighbor, and a hundred fence doesn't equal a hundred neighbor. There is a complicated multi-slope formula with some cube roots and stuff in there that is very complicated. We've got the math. We've almost cracked the solution but it might be another decade or two. So be careful with your fences until we have those proofs. Use your fences
1: when you need them, folks. Thanks for listening. Good night.